0: In this week's episode, we welcome legendary music manager Steve Lobel. He came up on the East Coast under Russell Simmons and Lior Cohen under Def Jam Records. He was tour manager for Run DMC, has managed Bone thugs and harmony for the entirety of their career, and he currently manages multi-Grammy winning producer Scott Storch. He also discovered and managed Nipsey Hussle for the early part of his career. Welcome everybody to the Hustle Sanctuary. I'm your host, Samson Schulman. In this podcast, we go behind the curtain of the modern day hustle. We peel back the layers and have raw and honest conversations with a variety of intriguing guests from professional athletes to local chefs, the famous musicians and actors to everyday seekers. We do a deep dive into how we navigate life and career transitions and the inevitable gifts and hardships that come along the way. Alright, welcome everybody to a very special episode. Today we have my man Steve down in the building. How you doing man? Hip-hop. How you doing guys? Hip-hop Thanks. legend, is that safe? Thanks for having me, yeah. Um, so yeah, I always like to dive in, like where did you grow up? Tell us about, you know, your background and your history. Yeah, I mean I started, uh, I-, I come
1: from Queens, New York. Okay. Um, where I try to, um Jamaica. And I try to tell people like, never forget where you come from. Mm-hmm. I'm not from Los Angeles, but I've been living out here for two decades. Um so I don't forget where I come from from Queens, New York. Um, I grew up in Queens with Run DMC and the late great Jam Master J. Um, Russell Simmons is my mentor. how did you get your first uh you know job in the business or how did you link with Russell? Yeah, well I grew up with Russell, I mean run DMC and Jam Master J and actually Jam Master J put me in the game. Um, oh. so if any interview that you ever Google and watching me, I'm always saluting Jam Master J, um trying to keep his memory alive. A lot of these younger kids don't really know who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of these young DJs don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. So I try to do that. But you know, I grew up with them in Queens. Um, mm-hmm. I was always around running DMC and Jam Master and Def Jam and Rush Management, going on the road and um, got to watch the Russell Simmons in action, Leo Cohen in action. Kevin Liles was a, you know an intern now you know became huge. So I watched a lot of it. You know, this was about over 30 years ago, and. Um, from there, you know, I was like, how do I make money in this? I was just being around, like carrying bags, driving the van, doing whatever it takes. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is cool, but how do I make money? And I was young. So I was like, it's cool. I traveled around the country, run DMC, did certain things that were really cool, parties and stuff, but I needed to make money. So I didn't think this was the right avenue.
0: It wasn't happening fast enough for you. Did you get impatient? Like, yeah. like when am I gonna get my turn?
1: You know what I mean? I'm like, still impatient. Yeah. I have no patience. Um, but I learned that you know patience and sacrifice equals success. Mm-hmm. But I definitely wasn't patient. Um, I couldn't sit in class at school mm-hmm. in high school. I like always had a sun-kissed arm, soda, and a Snickers bar in the morning, so the fucking sugar rush. I couldn't sit in school. So I graduated with a GED. Mm-hmm. I'm self-taught, self-made, self-educated, um, and I had no patience. But you need a lot of patience. And I didn't do this to figure out. Well, my end game was then. I didn't figure out what I was going to do then. I just went with the flow.
0: Mm-hmm. You didn't know? Right, no, still yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: great, man. And how important, you know, talk
0: about mentorship. I mean. Yeah. yeah, I
1: feel like everybody should have a mentor. You know, I do a lot of motivational speaking in colleges and high schools and juvenile halls and drug rehab centers, and I talk to kids about mentorship. A lot of kids don't know what a mentor is. Mm-hmm. Um, my mentor is my dad, like I said, Russell Simmons. Um, you know, i go Vincent Russell, he'd be, he'd be a Black Time fan, he'd come in with the shell toes on. He's like, <laughs> we don't change. We don't change, always be ourselves. So that's how I live my life. I don't um, I don't change up when I'm in another environment. I'm always me. Right. I try yeah. to tell people, always be yourself. Yeah. Anybody who knows me for decades knows I'm still the same. I don't follow trends. I'm a leader, not a follower. I don't follow people. Um, but I, I learned from people, yeah. so you know, that, that was the scenario. And you've been around a lot of years talking about don't change. I mean,
0: I'm sure you've seen a lot of people come up in the game who did change, maybe what success found them. Yeah, you
1: know uh, mean? people get amnesia. Right. That's the worst, man, mm-hmm. when you put a lot of years of your life into an artist to build their artist career. Mm-hmm. And then they get a little fame or money and they get amnesia or they forget where they come from. Um, I never changed. I remain humble because I know everything goes up, must come down. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, we're all human. Mm. I feel like we're all the same, just certain people have, uh, you know, more money than others or more fame than others, but I'm not a groupie or a fan so or a dick rider or a yes man, so mm. I judge everybody the same because we're in a county jail together in a cell, we have to be the same. Right. So, so that's how I judge together. everything. Yeah, that's great. Is the hustle in New York different than the hustle in LA yeah. and so how? I mean, that's a great question. If, you know, the saying is if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Um, New York taught me everything, New York raised me who I am, and that grind like in the winter I shovel snow right. or rake leaves, I deliver newspapers, I wash dishes, I was a busboy, it made me have that grind. Um, and um, every time I needed something my father would say if you want that go work for it. So that New York hustle, and there's a lot of people from around the world when they go to New York either they love it or hate it, right, can right. give you a heart attack, mm-hmm. it's like a lot of movements, a lot of action. So when I came out here, I just felt like, no disrespect to anybody in LA, I love it, but I felt like my New York hustle would make it different. Now when you go to a supermarket, you're in a rush, and you're like, yo, what's wrong? You make like, shit I'm from New York, I'm in a rush, but I'm slower. I think the weed makes everybody slower, right. the weather makes everybody slower, no one's in a rush. So it's a different thing, but I wound up staying out here way before like the Puffies and the Russells and the 50s moved out here. When I was able to out here, I built a lot of relationships out here. New Yorkers, you love them or hate them. Uh, people get intimidated by me. I'm very blunt, I tell you how it is, I ain't got time for no bullshit. But if you're from New York and East Coast, you understand that. Right. In LA, depending where you're at, like you go to South Central or you go to the deep valley where people grew up here, they're real. But it's Hollywood. Right. It's the Hollywood scene that everybody's trying to, you know, be someone else or look in your face look at look tell you this but not look in your eyes or right. tell you this because it's just fake as fuck. And that's the worst part of the part of LA mm-hmm. that I don't like. But, you know, New York, again, like, or a New Yorker, we're very blunt and straightforward. We tell it how it is. And I'd rather have that than someone telling me some lies and bullshit. Right, absolutely.
0: What, what was it like, you know, developing artists back in the day
1: versus, you know, developing artists today? I mean, that's a great question. I mean, I just feel like this that everything changes every like five years, right? a new basketball player, a new rapper. A new producer, a new actress, a new actor, a new car. So you have to be able to like follow, uh, not follow, but, you know, elevate and be innovative and creative and go through the evolution, so to speak. I got some of the Dinosaur, but on Fossil fuel, because I mm-hmm. stayed relevant. So back in the days, to promote a record, you know, you'd get in a van, you know, all these kids are on private jets on Instagram, like these rappers used to go do shows, and I'm like, is this really true? Is this fronting, or is this... Just wasting your money, you're not a great advisor. Who are you impressing? But the other day we'd get in a van and we would drive, because Fat Joe wouldn't fly, say, from New York to Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago. And you would go in the market and really work in that market and corner that market. You know, now it's more of like let's push a button. It's more of like let's get the song on on YouTube or, or Spotify. I think people want it
0: instantly today. They want it instantly because of the internet. I
1: felt like the internet was a gift and a curse. Um, And at the end of the day, um, the difference is now that everybody's using their social media more so. And I feel like the younger generation doesn't know how to really grind like the older generation did because we had to go really work. Now it's like you can go to radio, you can go straight to the streaming service. and you just press a button, you can get someone to shoot a video, put it up online, so on and so forth. So, again, I feel like it's a gift and a curse. There's so much goddamn music out there, like, you don't even know what's hot no more. Or you don't even know what to choose from. Right it's, sound rap. it's all over the place. Rap.
0: You've been in the game so many years, yeah. was there an artist that like, got slept on that she couldn't
1: believe they got slept on and then they blew up later? I mean, you know, most people in this game are, uh, um, are followers, not leaders. Mm-hmm. I-, I respect the person that when they see that right there at that moment, they're like, you know what, I don't care what anybody else thinks, I'm not going to worry about the numbers, how many followers they have, I'm just going to go off based off that talent. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, Free Energy entertainment is doing a great job with that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know when we put Nipsey on so long, everybody laughed at us. They're like "Oh, it's Snoop Dogg, Lookalike, hmm. Rolling 60 crit. I It's Never Gonna Work. Now Nipsey's like one of the biggest artists and he still didn't get that number one record or even put out an album. But again, like you know, people didn't believe. I was there when Justin Bieber couldn't even get a deal. And Scooter Braun had him in Epic, Sony, and me and Nipsey were there and like can't get a deal. and um, All the a rs were like, he needs Hollywood or Disney, you know what I mean? And then he blows up and everybody jumps on the bandwagon. That's unfortunately, that's what life's about. And I've been with Bone for 24 years and did most of their collabs, like the Bone and Big E's and the Riding and Dirty Welcome Chameleon there. But you know, like, the new generation is the new generation. I think that it's like, it's more hype these days. Right. Like, no disrespect, but like, how does Kylie Kardashian or Kylie Jenner have 80 million followers? Right. What's her resume? What's her stripes? Like, I, I'm confused. Like, I don't understand that. 80 million followers what have you done? You're 18 years old. So I feel like, you know, the, the young society or, or, or everybody we're quick to run to social media to see what's going on and worry about who's broke, who's rich, who's fucking who, who's beefing with who. Like that shit is corny to me. Like I'm on social media, but I don't care about certain things. Like and I think that our society's fucked up. Worrying about all that type of stuff. Instead of worrying about people yeah. that around this world like don't have shoes or don't have running water, or don't have food on the table, or don't even have fucking, you know, a car to drive. You yeah, know, we take a I lot of shit for granted. granted. In the we the take situation. so much shit for granted 100%. that it's ridiculous. Um, we take it all fucking for granted. Because we're living in such a society of stereotyping people, mm-hmm. that if I go to a restaurant, they look at you funny, but if you come with this one, they look at you different, mm-hmm. and then they're on your dick because you got a celebrity with you, and when you didn't come with a celebrity, it's just weird. Like, people judge you for what kind of watch you are, what kind of car you drive it. The Benz and the Rolex don't make me What makes me is my loyalty and my integrity, my principles and my morals. Mm. But unfortunately, that's what society so fucked up. Mm. So again, if you're trying to rap and you don't know this, and I do say this, and, and again, I am a white Jewish guy. Um, if America would accept black people like they accept black music, be a different ballgame. Hip-hop culture. So many people are infatuated with it. I got kids that I know that went to Syracuse. I just spoke up there. They just graduated. They're all dying to be in the music business. Mm. All of them. Mm. And they can have the opportunity to go to law school or go work with OVO. And they're going to go work with OVO Mm -hmm. as an intern. Because they're so infatuated, everybody's so infatuated with this hip-hop culture and business. Well no, but saying, culture. Are you saying they're pursuing
0: it for the wrong reasons though? Those
1: Sometimes guys, yes, but they they, 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 they want to be in the culture and not even know what the culture is. Absolutely. That's the right. problem. Just gotta understand something. The younger you are, the harder you gotta work these days because there's so much competition out there. Right. The older you are, you figure like, oh, I'm a legend. I can chill. You gotta work even harder now because you don't have a record deal. You're not selling records no more.
0: Yeah.
1: You gotta go do your shows to make your living. It's the only no way you're gonna survive unless you diversify like a Jay-Z or someone else, mm-hmm. like uh, Ludacris into acting or so on and so forth. If not, you gotta stand on road touring. Mm. You're not selling records. You're not getting really publishing or selling records. And you gotta compute the younger kids. And the younger kids are working hard because it's the younger generation. Mm. And they just wanna be cool. You have to understand something. Years and years ago, people would sell their soul and their mother down the river for a check. Mm. These, this generation, they'll sell their mother and best friend down the river just to be cool mm. on social media mm. because no one's teaching them ethics. Imagine people who work hard in any type of career or job, yeah, to build a resume and build stripes. You build your shit up until you build it and then you retire mm. off of that because you work so hard, right? So you just Coming out because you you look good, you're a celebrity. We're all celebrities. We're all fucking celebrities. Everybody's a celebrity? We're all celebrities. You know why? Because we're all the same. If I slice you right now, you're bleeding red. You go to the bathroom, you drink water, you shit, you eat. We're all the same. We're all celebrities. Because I hate when I go out and I run into little kids with their parents and they're like, oh my god, I'm like, that's a celebrity. I'm like, I tell a little kid, you're a fucking celebrity. You're a celebrity. Because if we go and mind, brainwash these young kids that we only gonna mess with this person because they're a celebrity, then we're not going to a normal person. We all gotta be normal. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean. Our, our, our fucking system is so fucked up that a celebrity is more important. Like I manage celebrities, so to speak, or I manage rappers. We get so much stuff for free
0: mm-hmm.
1: when we really, really mm-hmm. we can afford it. Yeah, of course. But the person who can't afford it has to go rob, steal and beg, maybe or work their ass up to go buy something. That's that's backwards. Just so they can get a picture of, okay, Kylie Jenner wearing this shirt. It's also it's very refreshing sort of to have you know these conversations, especially
0: within music. I feel like in my experience, a lot of the music folks I've met, it's always about the charts, the charts, the social media, and, and you know, it sounds like you have a very sort of balanced outlook yeah. on, on the world, really. It I mean, have to be music and, 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 and the world and this yeah. and that. So, you just wanted to dive into that a bit. I mean, you know how that, how valuable has that been to you and your career, the balance of just, you know,
1: well, world versus yeah. music business and I'll, relationships and Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I mean, it's not what you know, it's what you know. Relationships is everything. <laughs> and um, balance is the key to everything. And I, I will sit here and tell you humbly that my life had no balance when it came to my personal life. So that's why I'm not married, I have no children. I sacrificed and was selfish to myself for everybody else. <laughs> And now as I get older, I realize, like, fuck, I should have some more balance. Because I think I'd be a great father. Mm. Uh, my mother passed away six years ago It made me wake up and realize that life is more than just fucking work. and mm-hmm. make money. My mother used to call me to come back for this holiday, this, 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 and I would say, no, I'm over here chasing this, I'm doing this, I'm running over here, I'm over here. And when she passed away, I realized that family is the most important. Because remember, I had no family out here and it was hard to go back and forth with them chasing the money and chasing the industry and chasing all this other shit, traveling. I worked at all this network, torn all day long. So I'm seeing the world. I would have never seen the world if we never got a the music industry. It's very, cost costs a lot to see the world. So I said, yeah, my girl was not spending time with my mother. I said, your mother a lot? He said, yeah, I'm like, well, call her right now. and Tell her you love her. Go see her and spend time with her. So everybody always says that to me about interviews, they're like, man, man, he's right. That's some real shit. So we take a lot of stuff for granted. So my personal, i had no balance. But in the music industry, you have balance. And if you don't have balance in the music business or in life, you fuck. I feel like most people don't have a whole yeah. new balance in the music business. No. Nah. Yeah. they're just chasing whatever at the yeah. moment. It's for the moment, for the moment. Yeah. Especially
0: now. Well, because it moves so fast, I feel like if you take that yeah. step back, you feel, you feel like, like you're going to be like, like train out. Right? Yeah. 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 But
1: again, you know, I've been in this game three decades, and if you follow my social media, my Instagram is we working. and I've done yeah. a lot of throwbacks. And people are like, damn! Damn, Steve, you in a session with Bone and B? Oh shit, you fucked the run DMC back then? Oh shit. Pond, oh shit. nah, uh. I'm like, yeah, I've been around I've watched it evolve. And to be honest with you, I'm scared of it now. Really? Because the newer generation has no integrity mm. and no loyalty. And they just want to be cool, like I said. So I'm nervous mm. to go spend three, four years with a new artist and the next thing you know they get the amnesia and they're like, I don't need you no more. Mm. Because everybody starts getting cocky or starts feeling themselves. Or or, or 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 not humble no more and like damn what happened to the is give me his mixtape right. and now all of a sudden got any security guards you can't even get next to him take a picture like oh shit what happened all of a sudden that's you ridiculous. let that shit change you so it, it scares me like it's like a girl cheats on you man like I'm nervous man. So that's why I have my Steve Lobel consulting business. I'd rather consult yeah. than manage or put my life into you and then next thing you know like well oh, I don't need you no more I did it on my own. Like, what? Uh, uh, it's scary.
0: You know, Sharon Osborne had a quote about management. I want to see how it sits with you. She said, when it goes right, the artist sees it as themselves, and when it goes wrong, the artist sees it as the manager. Yeah. Do you they, think that's well, true?
1: When they don't see, when they see it, when they get the success they need, they're like, oh, I did it myself. Right. And this goes to the team. Together, everybody achieves more. Right. If you gonna sit with Jay, excuse me, Jay-Z or anybody like that level, they'll say, man, I, I need a team. Mm. Like Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. They're not going to say they did it by themselves It's yeah. a team. But so, a lot of these artists are like, Oh, oh, I, I don't need a team. I can do it myself. Or, I don't need you. Uh, or and then when they do do it with you, then they forgot. They're like, oh. But then when it goes bad, You start pointing fingers. Let's talk about, um, you know, you recently started working with Scott Storch, right? He's been working for a year. Yeah.
0: Too many number ones to count. What did you see in Scott that, that made you want to work with him? Or I mean, straight to yeah. the point, I didn't see
1: nothing. Uh, basically, uh, I have a show called Live with Steve Lobel. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just went out and interviewed a lot of people. I have a great role there. I wanted to interview Scott for my um, talk show. I thought it would be dope because I was mixing up after I started doing The Younger Generation, so I started doing Legacy. So I went to his house and interviewed him. A couple days later, he's like, Yo, oh, you want to manage me? And I never managed really a producer. I was like, Alright, fuck it. Um, he asked me for Dr. J's number. No, I wanted to get him Dr. J's number. He wanted to you know, fix that, uh, fix that relationship. I gave Dr. Dre's number, I'm like, fuck it, I have Dre's number, but maybe I'll use it, maybe I won't. Mm. But I always have people's numbers, always when I run into people I know, i like, yo, we get to number. make sure it's good. I gave it to him, so I imagine. Mm. And uh, it's been a year and a couple months now, and we've been going hard. Were you weary at all, sort of given, you know, the, the history of um, Scott? And his there was no history. history. The only history I knew is that the man had a lot of money and lost it, mm-hmm. which a lot of people... Went through, Trump mm-hmm. did that, Russell Simmons, like a real hustler gets money, loses money, makes it back. Yeah. Loses again, makes it again. Um, and then he was on drugs. But mm-hmm. not many people we know are on drugs. Like, come on, I worked with Stephen Allen from Guns N' Roses, he's you on know, every fucking drug you can imagine. I saved his life. Wow. I saved Stephen Allen from Guns N' Roses' life. Wow. So, you know, I, I didn't think about that. I didn't really care about the stories. I just know that I knew Scott for years, that, you know, I loved a lot of his work around through some of his paths. We never worked together. I never really used uh, used them for any of my projects. And then I didn't think about what went on in the past. I'm like, you know what? Um, fuck it. I'll take this challenge on. Yeah, if like, it is a challenge. And then um, uh, someone said to me, oh, good luck over there. And I was like, once they said that, I'm like, oh, okay, fuck it. I like to prove points. Absolutely. And then I just started working with them and it's, we're like brothers and uh, we argue. We because he's stuck in his ways and he's used to one ways, but the industry has changed, so I let him know that the money's not the same, mm-hmm. and he trusts me, and everybody I call him and say I'm bringing over, he's like, fuck it. And I've had him work with every young artist you could imagine right now. It's a different ballgame, so we have to yeah. go in and prove ourselves, because there's no front-end front money. So you have to go in, work, and if you deliver, then they buy it. Then they buy it. But they're not buying it for 200 grand. He's not it. used to that. Okay. No, he's not used <laughs> to that <laughs> method, but yeah. he, he's able to fall into that method. You have to understand, that yeah. goes back to the question of changing with the times. Yeah. Nothing lasts forever. Absolutely.
0: Nothing it's lasts not forever. just saying says evolve or evaporate. Again,
1: it goes back to the, the relevancy of the younger kids. They're looking at Metro They're like, like oh, I'm looking at Metro Boomer, <laughs> <Movement>. I'm looking <laughs> yeah. at Mustard, I'm looking at Murder yeah. Beats. Yeah. I'm looking at, you know, London on the track. Okay, I'm going to play your game. Yo, Mustard, what up? Man, let's work with Scott. Yeah. Let's do it. We work with Mustard. Metro Boomer hit him up. Scott worked with Metro Boomer. <laughs> we just did something with London on the track. A lot of tracks like, oh, you're an idol of mine. I want to always work with you. We got a track coming on Young Doug album. Nice. Uh, Murder Beats had him over at Scott's house before Murder got all his records popping. We had him over there. They did some shit together. So at the end of the day, you have to uh, understand that um, people want to go with the younger shit. Mm-hmm. But again, like, okay, Scott comes from around the Pharrells, the Timberlands, the Swiss Beats, yeah. um, the Just Blazes. Those guys like Swiss is doing Art, um you know, Pharrell's doing G Star. Yeah, you know, all of these other producers. Diverse Scott come up with yes. diversify yeah, Scott yeah, just produces. Right. So at that time, I mean and that if he's just producing, he's not diversifying like them. Yeah. you don't really hear a lot of the names I just mentioned on the radio right now. We'll probably get better placements with these younger dudes, but at the end of the day, I was just being innovative and creative and calling my relationships and saying, yo met you work with Scott. And, Love on the track, work with Scott, and that's yeah. what happened. Because at the first initial time, they're like, "Oh shit, that's like a dream." Oh shit, Scott coach I just want to be in a session with him. And if you chill the first time, mm. they're gonna come back. But if oh, Scott right. didn't deliver, they're not coming back. They're not coming back. But he delivers.
0: You know, we got a lot of different you know viewers, listeners. And I want to make sure we keep it broad, you know, because
1: yeah. a lot of what we're saying right now applies to every of industry. Of course, of course. So, talk to us about. I mean, lately I, I I've been wanting to throw a towel. On wow. Okay. Um. Why? Because I want to live my life.
0: Mm.
1: And I'm 51. Mm. I know I look 38. <laughs> but um, I want to throw the child in because as I'm getting to my age and older, I'm seeing a lot of my peers passing away mm. from the stress of the music industry. Mm. Like even Q from Worldstar just mm. passed away. Mm-hmm. It's stress. A lot of this stuff is stress. And
0: like what people don't understand is this business, it's a lot of stress. Mm. Especially as a manager. So
1: I get nervous because you know I used to wake up. I wake up every day with an itinerary and and, and a schedule. And you know my, my success has been on follow up. That's why I'm here because we follow it up. A lot of people don't follow up. I don't take no for an answer. Common sense, which is not common, communication, and um, organization. So the point is that you know I'm just like seeing seeing people like passing off, getting older. And I'm just like, I want to enjoy life because if I pass tomorrow, I'm just a memory. And you know, some people keep my name alive. And then after that, I'm gone. I'm only here once. It's the time to live, it's the time to die, like my dad says. So now I was getting older, like, shit, I need to start enjoying life because I didn't get... I, I, I used to wake up in the morning like, yo, I have to do this, this and this and make this money. and Now I wake up like, first of all, thank God I'm alive. And I try to drink a lot of water, and I hike and work out, do exercise, because as you get older. So, but I, but I do have a structure. That's why I'm here, because we followed up, and I put it in my calendar. But I don't wake up every day like you know, like how much money am I making today, or what's this and what's that, because that again stresses you. Um, so, I feel like sometimes like I'm cheating myself. I don't have a child. My wife. Um, I didn't get to enjoy life. I was enjoying life for the other person or the client or the artist. Um, and that I want to do certain things now with my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to char with every artist. And we it goes around the world, I'm like, yo, let's get out the hotel room and go see shit. We never, might never come back to the state or country or you might not have a record again. And they're like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And till this day, some of them are like, damn, I should listen to you. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get the, the bodyguard or whoever. And like, let's go fucking sightseeing. Because fuck it, we should be blessed that we're here. So lately I've been saying like, I'm just seeing how this game is and the money's not like it used to be and stuff. Like maybe I need to fade away from this. Because I want to be selfish to myself. Now. And God forbid, this fucking stress will kill me because I deal with a lot of stress. So that's what I told about. Now now coming through my life and my career... Are like you saying was there any obstacles or anything that you wanted to say? Fuck it! You were saying or just say, but tons of it. Of course, you know. First of all, being a white guy in the music industry, I had to deal with a lot of that. Um, I had to gain my respect. Um, I've um, I've been through everything that every obstacle can imagine. like you just want to throw the towel in. You want to kill yourself. You want to say fuck it. You want to go beat the shit out of this one, or you just want to say, I'm going to blast this motherfucker, you know, on, all, on all social media, there's a lot of things, but you know, I just put myself in God's hands, and I just pray to God, and let's get out of it, mm-hmm. and try to stay as positive as possible, even though I deal with a lot of negative. That's real, that's real. I'm real as calm, I feel, not
0: fake. And I'll, when you were saying all that, Steve, I was like, I thought of, you know, R.I.P. Chris Lighting, you know, legend, oh, right? Oh, was and uh, were you guys, you know, friends at any
1: point? Yeah, look, it's R.I.P. to a lot of people. There's yeah. people dying every second around the world. Yeah. They're just not talked about us. So, you know, what's funny. Someone said once, like, why are we always saluting someone after they die on social media and throwing a picture up? Why we salute them while they're alive? Because a lot of people, it's it's a trend, right? Yeah. But everyone became sure. a Rock Williams moleum Yeah, I knew Chris Lighty a long time. I know it was baby Chris, of course. Um, but that was stress. Well, I feel like that's ultimately yeah, the yeah, stress. Maybe, the you know, opera. look. I thought about it hmm. to commit suicide once. I was stressed the fuck out, you know. But I was stressed out more that my mom died. I was with a girl. We broke up. It's a lot of shit. I just felt like I was down. You know what? Fuck it. Hmm. So you know, people think like that sometimes. You know, the strongest of the strongest. But you know, I prayed to God and I didn't do it because I'm like, you know what? Life is priceless and you're here once. Let's make the best of it. I, I just need to do that. But. But, know, but me and Chris were cool. Yeah, me and Chris was cool. Yeah. I figured you
0: guys would be, but but the music industry adds a ton of fucking stress that other that people, people don't see. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's just full of... People don't really see, man. If you ask, if you talk to a real guy who's been in the game, with yeah. real magic with all that stuff, I always say to Scooter Braun, like, how the fuck you deal with this shit? Hmm. I, I tell him, like, how do you be a father, be a husband, and juggle all that stuff, and travel and... It, how you do it? He goes, I got a great woman. Because most people in the music industry get divorced and don't stay married. Especially in our era that I was coming up. I always tell him like that, yo, I, I love that about you, bro. Mm-hmm. I love that about you. He says, wow, thanks. I, think I said, I noticed that. That's what I noticed. I don't give a fuck with anything
0: else. Yes, we got a few staple questions. We asked our guests, you know, one of the questions is, talk to us about ego,
1: and you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, Let's go, I posted <laughs> some shit. I posted some shit, man. i to, gonna... yo, ego is the worst, man. It kills yeah. everything. It fucks yeah. everything up. It turns me off. Turns a lot of people off, um, and ego will kill everything, man. I always say to myself, "Remember, man, you're not gonna be hot forever, so you're gonna get cold eventually." Like I want to find this this thing that I that I yeah. said. Um, you know, I, I put up things like I sleep good at night knowing I've done no sucker shit to be accepted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I, humble yourself because you're gonna get cold. Mm-hmm. And I wrote yeah, I and I wrote that you know always remember everything goes up comes down so remain humble. You can't be hot all the time. No egos. You know, and egos kill. And a lot of people don't want to work with people who got big fucking egos. I always say this to people, what is success? Because success could be as a college graduation. Success to that man over there could be getting married. Mm-hmm. Success to you could be having a child. Mm-hmm. Success to most of people is having a hit record or having a million followers or a new dollars you know, yeah. or getting my first yeah. car yeah, yeah, or yeah. success yeah. is, you know, uh, graduating from college or right. getting a new new car or owning a house. That could be success. Yeah. So success is a lot of different things. That's why I say money comes and goes, but history stays. As long as yeah. you can make history, you're gonna make money. And patience okay. and sacrifice equals success. But what is success to you? Back then I thought success was like money, or a plaque, yeah. or a hit record, or an accolade, or buying my first house, or yeah. getting a new car. Now to me, success is being happy. hundred percent. I mean, that's great. Sometimes we do a lot of things and we're not happy, we're miserable. That's real. When you're not doing the hustle of, of managing and the music business, I mean, what do you, what is it, you said hiking, what is yeah, it that well that, Yeah, what keeps me going now, and this has just been happening in the last six months, that I changed my lifestyle because I've seen a lot of people passing. Um, I was, I, what I enjoy to do is I like to enjoy hiking because I never really exercised. But now I'm like, fuck this, I got to exercise. Stress kills. Uh-huh. Um, I love football. I was just stating this the other day to someone I knew like, hey man, I'm going to call the Rams and see if I can be a water boy. Because I love football so much, I humble myself because I'm, I'm I'm very humble, but I'll go do that to try to climb up the ladder around the Rams organization because I love football and I want to get out the music industry. These are the things that I think about. Um, I love, you know, helping kids. I'm like, maybe I need to go be a correction officer because the youth is fucked up. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of motivational speaking. Um, but I do that. I like to ride horses. Um, and I just like to, you know, just now, now just really like chill. Absolutely. Because yeah. I never chill.
0: I feel like the the listeners will be mad if I didn't ask this. Like, Russell's a legend, right? Russell Simmons. I'd like to know, you said he's a mentor to you. Yeah. What, tell us like, what is the biggest, you know, piece of wisdom that you you've attained from being around. Always Russell. be yourself. Really? Always be yourself.
1: That's the number one thing from Russell. Don't change. Don't, Don't change, change for somebody or an environment. Either if either you're gonna love me for who I am or you're yeah. not gonna fuck with me. If you're with a girl, she needs to love you for you. Right. right. But if that's your homie she needs to love you for you, not for what you're driving, how much money you have or what this and that. And that's, <laughs> that's, not not unconditional. that's unconditional. <laughs> no that's unconditional. So Never change. i never changed for nobody. I'm myself at all times. Um, and and that's the best advice that I feel like. I, I'm just me at all times. Either you love me or hate me for me. Most people love me for me. Um, what's one big realization you made,
0: you know, in the last, say, five years? What's one, like, like some, something where your, your your mindset shifted in the last five years? I think you already mentioned it, which is you want to just enjoy
1: life more, right? Yeah. That's the same. Um, realization is that, you know, family is the most important and that's why I go back and spend a lot of time with my dad now. A lot of people who follow me you know OG Ted, like, you know, Snoop, Puffy, Busted, all like, how's oh, OG Ted? I love seeing you with your dad because I wasn't around a lot. I've been out here for 20 years. I missed a lot of time with my dad and my mother passed. So I woke up and realized to the realization that, you know, my dad, I only got one of my dad. He's only going to be a, he's 83 right now. So I realized that, you know, family is important to spend time, you know, with your family, your quality time. And I realized that. Less is more. Less is And that uh, quality yeah. or quantity. Absolutely. Hopefully, I answered a lot of your questions with the best of my ability. Absolutely. Knowledge and experience goes farther than anything else. Hmm. Um, and, um,
0: Again, the hotness comes and goes,
1: you're saying, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'll stay warm. <laughs> I'd rather stay warm, you know? I'd rather stay warm, man. Uh, it's cold on the block, so I'd rather stay warm. That's real shit. Uh, <laughs> you know what I microwave. Mean? it. Well, thanks,